All right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. Today, we have a very, very special episode for you. We go through the entire bracket, all the first round games, spreads, totals, upsets we like. We talk about our Sweet 16s, our Elite 8s, our Final Four, our National Championship pick, and we go through every single game. It's awesome. It's one of the best shows we've done yet. It's great. Make sure to check out cartercast.com this week for upcoming articles. And don't forget to join our Bracket Challenge group. Make sure to DM us on Twitter at CarterBA or at CarterCast on Instagram at CarterCast or at CarterBA. And or just contact us on cartercast.com. Hit the contact button. Easy enough. You type in your email, your name. Say, hey, I want to be a part of this Bracket Challenge group. We'll DM you details. Winner take all. That's right. Winner take all. It's going to be awesome. Happy March Madness, everyone. I hope you all enjoy the show. But before we get into the podcast, we are brought to you by PodTalk. PodTalk is the best way to listen to podcasts. It has the best interface compared to every other podcast listening app out there. I use it myself. Go join group discussions on your favorite podcast like this one. Go join the CarterCast group discussion in PodTalk right now. Download PodTalk in the App Store today. All right, we are live. It's 1.30 a.m. Eastern time. Yep. The brackets are out. The best time of the year, the best day of the year, most underrated sports day of the year. We are going to go through every first-round game, going through the top left of the bracket all the way down, Moving to the top right, all the way down. We're going to go through. We're going to talk about teams we like, upsets, spreads, totals, you name it. We're going to go there. All right. Let's start off with the first four. Um, Texas A&M. Stay or, let's start. What? I was going to say, these picks are going to be better than anything of the ACC tournament on CarterCast.com. Whoa, 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 Book whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we get into that, that, before we get into this, my ACC tournament picks finished. If you put one unit on all of my picks, I finished at 0.0 units. How is that even possible over five days of basketball? Because Virginia Tech at 12 to 1 to win the ACC. That hit. saves you. That saved you. <laughs> if that didn't Unreal. hit, you're down 12 units. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right. You know, it's, it's going to be better. You're going to yeah, be better. Yeah, it's a brand new, brand new day, brand new week. Clean slate. Clean, Clean slate. slate. All right, let's start this off. Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Texas Southern. We could do about 45 minutes on this game, um, but we're not even going to talk about it. If you touch this game, like if you're going to do anything, just bet the under because these games always end up going like 55-51 because they come out tight. Oh, yeah. And it's that Tuesday night in Dayton. Yeah. If you're going to touch anything, do the under. Yeah, and here's the thing. I looked into it a little bit. I've seen Texas Southern in many tournaments. Have they been in the first four a lot? They've they? been in the first four all the time. That's why I tweeted that out the other day. Exactly. Well, I'd, if I had to pick one, I'm taking AM Corpus Christi. It's their second overall tournament appearance. And I just feel like I always see Texas Southern there. So it's time for some fresh blood, you know? I'm going to go with the experience in Texas Southern. They've been to Dayton before. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. It'll be Let's a thriller. Move on. This, I like this first four game. I think this is the most entertaining one. Wyoming versus Indiana. Mm-hmm. We have the Hoosiers are minus three and a half on the spread over under 131 and a half. I like Wyoming a lot this one. I was about to say the same thing. I feel like Indiana relies way too much on one person for offense. Exactly. And also, I love Graham EK on Wyoming. They are good. They ran through that. They ran the Mountain West this year. Besides, I mean, Boise State also was good. It was a tough Mountain West. 
Yeah. I don't like Indiana. I think they're frauds. They had they a made, nice, they had a nice big yeah. tournament. I think they're going to be happy to be there. In Indiana's defense, it will be a crowd in Dayton for Indiana. It will, but I was going to say Indiana had that nice little run to end the season. I don't think it carries over. And also, if it's going to be a close game, I'm going to take the team at plus four, plus three and a half. Oh, yeah, too many points. Indiana minus four is way too many points against a solid, solid Wyoming team. All right, let's move on. Shout out to our guy, Bryant versus Wright State, our guy, Chris Duhon. I mean, it's Bryant money line. No ifs, ands, or buts. yeah. That's the only thing I wrote down about this game. Hashtag Chris Duhon, our guy, Brian all the way. I have no like Peter basis Kiss for that is pick. the man. Peter Kiss, uh, Peter Kiss is leading the country in scoring. That and did you see that championship game the other night when the they had brawl to, and everything? When they had to stop play, I tuned into that just to watch and see what happened. It was insane. But if Bryant wins, a, a little sprinkle on Bryant over Arizona in the first round. Just say, oh yeah, I would I would throw five or ten dollars on that if I gamble, <laughs> which obviously. None of us do on the show, but yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Rutgers, Notre Dame. You flip a coin. Flip a coin. I'm going to pick Notre Dame just because I want the ACC to do well, but flip a that. Coin. Does, oh, Should Rutgers have even play. gotten in? Should Rutgers have even gotten in? I don't like, think I don't want to so. have this argument, but like, should Wake or not? Like, you know, I know Wake was like next four out, but Texas still. Texas A&M, I thought, deserved to get in over Rutgers. Yeah, I think Rutgers. Shout out Jeff and Do. I think he was talking a lot of shit about Rutgers. I don't know. They didn't seem like frauds to me. And plus, Notre Dame, like, yeah, they choked in the ACC tournament. They're going to be out for a binge, I feel like. I think they're going to figure it out. Um, also, in that Bryant-Wright State game, I know we're jumping here, but Bryant's a dog. Plus 105? Give me that. Over-under, 151.5 is a lot for a first four game. I don't think a first four game has ever touched the 80s. No, there's no way. It's always mid-50s. Um, Notre Dame is plus one and a half. Over under 131 and a half. I mean, I would take Notre Dame, but I would, I'm staying yeah. away from this one. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, it's hard to bet on that game. Um, okay, let's start off. Let's get into the real bracket now. We're going to start in the let's West region. Number one overall seed, the Gonzaga Bulldogs facing Georgia State. Gonzaga, I had this line at around minus 30. Gonzaga's only minus 23 and a half, and I love Gonzaga in this one. They had yeah. – they were – huge favorites they were like minus 25 26 against a solid team solid teams in the west coast conference i mean they were minus like 18 19 against byu in provo and only minus 23 and a half in the ncaa tournament against a georgia state team i love gonzaga minus 23 and a half here i think this gets up to minus 25 over under is 148 and a half i would stay away from that because i don't know if georgia state can actually score against this team and here's the thing about Gonzaga is we always, you know, rag on them because they play, they play like, you know, pretty bad competition in the grand scheme of things. They're not in one of the power five conferences. It prepares them perfectly for a first round matchup against a weaker team. They're used to beating up on these bad teams. There's no way they don't win by 30. I might no, have to I eat don't. my words, but. Exactly. I know. I love Gonzaga minus 23 and a half. Let's move on. Boise State, Memphis. Memphis is minus two in this one, eight, nine matchup. Over under is 131 and a half. The eight nine matchups are brutal this year. What'd you say the spread was? Minus two Memphis. I like Boise State in this one. I think Boise State, even though they won the Mountain West, they're a little under the radar. Yeah, but Memphis has been so much better ever since Amani Bates left. I was about to say Memphis has been better, but is he coming back? I saw somewhere where like there's a there's an uncertainty whether or not he returns. I don't think he will. 
I don't really know. I, I don't think so. But I, I would doubt it at this point. Also, Penny Hardaway is coaching for his career right now. Is that crazy? Maybe not his career, but at Memphis at least. But the thing is, yeah, and this is another one. Like, it, you, you don't want – like, if you're going to – look, a lot of people, they're going to have action on every single game. Oh, yeah. If I had to have action on every single game, I'm taking Boise plus two just because I think everybody's going to see Memphis and only say, what, Memphis? Only minus one and a half, minus two. I'm going to hammer yeah. that. And so I just see, think everyone's going to be on yeah. Memphis. I'm going to go Boise State. That's fair. If I had to put money on this, I would go Memphis. I feel like the talent's there. I feel like Penny Hardaway's like, I don't know. Like, you know, he's had a rocky start to the year. I feel like a win would do a lot for that program. So you're going Memphis? I would, yeah, I would. Do you have it? I mean, over under 131 and a half. I feel like it's right there. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. That's right there, like on the money. It's going to be like one. That's not what I would go for. 66, 64, 67, 65, kind of like that kind of game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would stay away from that. I would pick, I would go Memphis though. Okay, let's move on. The number five seed UConn versus the number 12 seed New Mexico State. UConn minus six and a half over under 132 and a half. These teams cannot. I I love the under at 132 and a half. I got that feeling here. I got that, I got that 512 feeling here, Carter. I can't explain it. It's just it's in my gut. I like New Mexico State here. They the WAC is one of the most underrated conferences. The fact that Utah Valley was a 20-win team and they were the seven seed in their tournament, mm-hmm. there was a, it was actually a very strong WAC conference, and they still ran through it. That's why I picked New Mexico State. I had them upsetting UConn in the first round. And also earlier in the year, they had a double-digit win over Davidson. They played yep. super hard defensively. It's going to be a dogfight. It is going to be 58-59 final. I like New Mexico State with the points. I don't know if I like them to win or not, but if I had to choose, I think I would. This is a 5-12 year. I'm going to pick New Mexico State in this one. And the only thing thing that worries me about picking New Mexico State, they have yet to play a top 25 team this year. They did not play one the entire regular season. So how would they fare against better competition? You know, that's my only only qualm with that. Yeah, they play so, so hard. Yeah, I agree. They're not going to light you up from the three-point line, but. No. Yeah, I'm gonna. I would take I, under 132 and a half is one of my favorite picks in this tournament. Bet. Um, all right, let's move on. This is one of the most popular games. Number four seed, yeah. Arkansas, 13 Vermont. Arkansas minus five and a half over under 139 and a half. I love Vermont to win this game. Vermont plus five and a half. Really? I don't Vermont's know. Good. I see. I haven't watched a lot of Vermont this year. Vermont I watched is a lot of that. Solid. They steamrolled through their conference. I think they only lost one game. I think it says right here they're seventeen to one in the conference. Yeah. Here's the thing: that Arkansas has been playing pretty good. They've beaten quality teams. They beat Kentucky. Split with Tennessee. Another team that plays with their competition. Beat LSU three times. Only lost Alabama by one. I mean, like they've beaten these quality tournament but teams. They've look who they lost to. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They have eight losses for a reason. And also, last season, they they should have lost to Colgate. Yeah. Yeah, they should have. They, I mean, easily should have lost to Colgate. I love Vermont here. I think they take it over. I also – I like Vermont to make it to – the winner of this game will be in the Sweet 16. I can See, promise yeah, you I was, that. I was going to say the same thing. Even if Vermont wins and even if UConn wins, if it's Vermont-UConn, I still like Vermont to make that Sweet 16. Yeah. I'm in my eyes, super anti-UConn in this tournament. In my eyes, I have New Mexico State. Beating UConn, so I have them going to the next round. 
and either Arkansas or Vermont, whoever wins that, I think they beat New Mexico State. Exactly. Really and then on that top half of the bracket, it would like at that. Uh, I mean, if it's chalk, it's going to be Gonzaga, Arkansas. Gonzaga is mm. going to walk to the Elite Eight. That's what I'm saying. Gonzaga does not have that tough path because, hey, hate to say it, but, uh, you know, bottom of their bracket's not looking too good either. So, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry about that. <clears throat> sorry. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, Vermont plus five and a half is one of my oh, favorite plays. Yeah. I think it'll be close. I can hundred percent. I can hundred percent see an upset here. Laying five and a half is a lot for Arkansas in this game. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's go on to the number six seed Alabama. They will face the winner of the eleven seed Rutgers or Notre Dame in the first four matchup. I like Alabama no matter who they play. You see, we talked about this before the show. I'm against you here because I got Notre Dame. If Notre Dame wins the first four, I got them beating Alabama. Because they, they had a horrible ACC tournament showing. I think they come back. Like, they were the number two seed in the conference for the reason. I think Nate Oates is a bad coach. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't like Rutgers no matter what in each matchup. See, if Rutgers wins, no, Alabama's going. But I have Notre Dame winning, and I have them beating Alabama. That's going to be a fun game because it's going to come down to whoever shoots better from three is winning that game. Yeah. God, Notre Dame's just so streaky, it feels like. And so is Alabama. That's the thing, because yeah. they just live and die by the three. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. To, obviously, there's no spread yet, but that, that's a tough one. Yeah, there's no spread on that one. But let's move on to a game that does have a spread. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Here we go. The number three Texas Tech Red Raiders going against the Montana State Bobcats, the 14 seed. Texas Tech is minus 15 and a half. The over-under is 129 and a half. I don't have much of an opinion on this game. I don't have a strong one 129 and a half is a little low for me i agree and call me crazy this is my biggest upset of this first round is this 14-3 matchup right here texas tech has been playing down the competition lately losses to tcu and oklahoma state they barely beat oklahoma like they're you know teams peak at the right time going into march madness i feel like texas tech is i don't know the word for it not peaking at the right time going into march madness <sighs> i know you said you love texas tech though I like Texas Tech a lot because they play such good defense. They've got some yeah. dogs on that team. Also, they but you mentioned it before we started the podcast. We were talking about this game. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech does play down to their competition. That is true, and they play up to they their have. competition. But Montana State, I watched that Big Sky tournament. They're not good. Well, they haven't played a top twenty-five team either. No, and they so it's hard to judge. Struggled that. against teams like Northern Arizona. Shout out Jalen Cohn. Yeah, yeah, but, I don't know. I like the over because Montana Montana State can score, even if even if Montana State can't score. I think Texas Tech d- disrupts them enough on defense to score at least seventy five. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? Hey, it's March Madness. It's March Madness for a reason. I got Montana State winning the first round. Call me crazy. All right, I'm gonna go Texas Tech. I'm not gonna lay the fifteen and a half. I'm not gonna pick a side on that one. Let me go over. 129 and a half. Let me write that down. I like that over. Okay, perfect. Now we have the 7-10 matchup in the West bracket. Seven seed Michigan State. Let me get this one out for you. I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler before you read the spread on this one. I got Michigan State over Davidson, and it's for one reason only. I have the other three 7-10 matchups. I have the 10 seed winning, so that I can't have a fourth. I can't. That's that's my reasoning. You know, that might be stupid, but that's my reasoning. That's fair. 
But so seven seed Michigan State versus the 10 seed Davidson Wildcats. Michigan State is favored by one and a half over under is 140 and a half. Money line, Michigan State minus 125. Davidson at plus 105. Mm, this is tough. Two unbelievable coaches. Yeah, that's fair. And the thing is, I'm going to pick Davidson for this, and I'm going to probably pick Davidson in my bracket. But Michigan State's going to win this game because they want that storyline. They're going to have Jim Nance, Bill Rafferty, Grant Hill all there in Greenville getting ready for Coach K versus Tom Izzo one last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They love storylines in the tournament. And we'll get into a couple of them later. Andre Dawkins, shout out Andre Dawkins. He even tweeted it out. He tweeted out two days ago. He's like, all right, let's get ready for this Michigan State-Duke matchup in the second round. I saw that. And that you can't write it any better. Tom is a Coach K, one last ride. I, I do think Michigan State has this one in the bag. And as a Duke fan, I'm scared of Davidson. I do not want Davidson. Foster Lawyer is super solid, just super efficient. And Hung, yeah. Chang, Hung Ching Lee, however you say it, he's got like a more robotic version of Michael Porter Jr.'s game. I feel like Davis is one of those teams that Duke could play down to. Underestimate them, go in there like, oh, hey, just, it's almost like, oh, we won a Carolina in the ACC tournament final. Mm-hmm. Instead, we got VT. Let's play down. Oh, exactly. we want Tom Izzo. We want Michigan State. Let's play down to Davidson if that if that matchup happens. And also, it's going to be a pro-Davidson crowd in Greenville. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's going to be very pro-Davidson. I think that's an underrated aspect. And I know you weren't able to watch the selection show. They showed mm-hmm. up. It was, I believe, oh, where is it? It was at the bottom right. When they showed Auburn, the Auburn, when they're because Auburn's playing in South Carolina yeah. as well, it said Greenville and it was the 710 and the 215. I was like, there's no way Carolina just got to play in Greenville as a seven seed. Oh, yeah, that would have been awesome. It because it was like awesome. last time, because when it was a pro Carolina, I mean, it was 75% Carolina fans, 25% Duke fans, maybe even worse than that when it was South Carolina Duke playing each other. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that on the show before. But let me go. I don't – over-under is a little sketchy in this one. 140 and a half, it's going to be around there. I think like 139, 141 in that range. Yeah. I would take Davidson plus one and a half. Um, oh, yeah. I agree. I think it'll be close for sure. But that's a lean. I wouldn't play it. Uh, let's move on. The greatest team in college basketball, psych. They stink. Can't believe they <laughs> lost to Virginia Tech. We have the number two seed, the Duke Blue Devils, my sweet, sweet Duke Blue Devils. Let me pull this up, get the spread hey, for you. Do you have a Do you have an opinion on Duke getting a two seed over Tennessee? Is that deserved? I saw a little. I saw a little bit of a backlash on Twitter about that. I would trade spots with Tennessee in a heartbeat. I yeah, I, agree I would with that trade 100%. spots with Tennessee in a heartbeat. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I get to be in Arizona and Villanova's bracket. I would Duke would walk to the Final Four. I think they would have one tough game, and that's against Arizona. Yeah. But anyhow, we'll get to that later. But mm-hmm. Duke minus 17 and a half over under 143 and a half over the Cal State Fullerton Titans. Shout out our guy, alum, Brian. Brian Valadares went to. Oh, yeah. Fullerton. This is a little, a little grudge match here for the Cardcast podcast. I know. I know. And not good, but uh, Duke's going to wax him. I like yeah, Duke a lot. I think so too. I like Duke a lot in this one. Duke has way more size, athleticism. This team, this mm-hmm. Cal State team, does not match up well against Duke. Exactly, and I don't think this is like this Cal State team is not one of those teams that Duke's going to play down to, and it matter at all. And Duke's like, going to play hard it. defense in this one. It's going to be oh, yeah. 86-60 final. Book it. All right, fair enough. 
And so let's talk about the West region real quick. I'm assuming yeah. you like Gonzaga to come out. I do. I do have Gonzaga come out. And you might call me biased for being a Carolina fan. I do have Michigan State beating Duke in the in the round of 32. I think Duke, like I said before on the show, is one of those teams that can play down with their opponent. Michigan State's one of those opponents that if you play down to them, they will like that. You can't play down to a team like that. Like they, they can come out on top. I'm not saying it will happen, but I have it picked in my bracket right now. Also, in this region, I have Notre Dame winning the next round against Montana State. If that happens, I don't want to get too far into it, but I do have Notre Dame making the Sweet 16 if they make it out of the first four. That's a bold take. That's a hot take. I understand. But, yeah, overall, I have Gonzaga coming out. So, my brain says Gonzaga. Okay. But my heart, be still my beating heart. I love Duke going to the Final Four. How am I not going to The heart wants what it wants. Yeah, the heart wants what it wants. You have to. I'm delusional. I'm a psychopath. I love Duke. I'm still wearing a Duke sweater after we got pooped on by Virginia Tech. I they showed they it. can, they showed they can beat Gonzaga earlier in the year. Why can't they do it again? They played them so well, and you called that oh, game. When, when when I see Duke plus, you know, like nine, ten and a half against Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, I'm going crazy for that because I've, if it's Duke Davidson is the one matchup I'm terrified of. Here's I the don't thing. want Davidson. Here's I'm not Duke, I'm not worried about Michigan State though. Yeah, that's fair. If Duke makes it past round of 32, I really, really do think they can upset Gonzaga. I really do. Because we've said this before, they play up to those better teams. They they can beat those better teams. Playing in San Francisco is a huge disadvantage to Duke. Yeah. Huge disadvantage. But I uh yeah, man, I I'm obviously gonna pick Duke to go to the final four, probably win it all. But yeah, I also have I have Vermont in my Sweet 16 in that region. I have Gonzaga playing Vermont in a blowout, Gonzaga winning. And then I have Duke mm. playing Texas Tech. I know that's chalk, but yeah. I'd like Texas Tech enough. Te- I think it's going to be Texas Tech, Alabama. I think that's going to be a phenomenal underrated game. But So we're pretty we're pretty very split on the West then. We're very split on the West. I like it. All right. I do too. I like a little variety. Let's move on to the East bracket. Let me pull this Let's up. Let's get it. Let's get we it. We have Baylor versus versus the MEAC champs, Norfolk State. If I can find the spread, I don't know where this went. This is awesome podcasting. Uh, here we go. Baylor minus 20 and a half over under 137 and a half. Uh, I was looking at this. I was looking at the line. Yeah. Yikes. Don't like either either thing in this one. Because I think Baylor has Baylor can stop a team to, from scoring, you know, yeah, 50, 55. Yeah. But can Baylor score 80? I don't know. Yeah, I don't so, think so. Not enough to make up. That's why when I when a team has a high spread and they can't score that well, give me the dog. Norfolk mm. State plus 20 and a half. Shout out when they beat Missouri back in 2012, right? God, I couldn't give you a year on that. It yeah, right, 2012, because that was the same night Austin Rivers and Duke lost to Lehigh. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Shout out yeah. to Jim McCall. Hmm. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think this will be the closest 116 matchup. I don't see any 16 seeds coming out this year, but I think this will be the closest one. I think that's too many points. Oh, back to the Duke game. I love Duke minus 17 and a half and over 143 and a half. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I love those. I love the, I love the spread more than I do the over under. Don't I would not bother with the first half because I don't you never know how Duke's going to actually come out. Come out flat easily. You could probably get them on a sweet live bet at the under four timeout. Coach K always get the under four timeout is beautiful in the first round of the tournament for Duke. Mm-hmm. But okay, perfect. Baylor minus twenty. Yeah, I'm going Norfolk State plus twenty. I'm, I'm also going. One? 
Yeah, I like the Norfolk State with the points because I think 20 and a half is too much. Like you said, Baylor, I don't think they can score enough to make up for the lack of scoring that Norfolk State is going to get. Because I'm looking at it right now. Baylor only averages 64 points a game themselves. They play some damn good defense, though. Yeah, and I know it's going to be a blowout, but I still don't think it's enough to get there. If I picked in this one, I'm going to have to go with the uh, Norfolk State with the points here and All probably right. the under as well. You know what time it is. Oh, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. We have the number eight seed North Carolina Tar Heels versus the nine seed, the Shaka Smartlet Marquette. They are Carolina's minus two and a half over under 150 and a half. Moneyline yeah. Carolina minus 145. Marquette plus 120. This game is being played in Fort Worth, Texas. Carolina has not won a game in Texas in quite some time. I'll just Shaka say that. Smart has Carolina's number. That worries me. I do like Marquette as a team matchup. Shaka Smart worries me, and playing in Texas for some whatever reason, they can't win in Texas. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't think they've won in Texas since they beat Syracuse in the Final Four. God, I, that's horrible. But, yeah. Uh, it's obvious. Obviously. Like, Car- Carolina minus two and a half seems too easy. Get- Give me the Carolina minus two and a half. I really do think this team's figured it out down the stretch. Marquette has no size. Who's going to guard Armando Baker? You're not worried after that Virginia Tech game? No, I'm not. Not either. That was a that was coming. We had that coming. I'm not either because I Duke had that coming too. Virginia, dude, Mike yeah. Young's Mike Young's the sneaky best coach in ACC basketball. Good for them. Honestly, we haven't talked about it on the show. Good for them for what? Not even just because they beat Duke. Good, good for them. No, I am actually like really happy for Virginia Tech. Like. I don't like Hunter Couture. I don't know. I yeah. did. I did pick him over seven and a half points. That was the lock of that the century. Hit thirty one in the first few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, I like yeah, that two and a half here. I like the under one fifty and a half too. I think that's a lot of points. I do too. That's especially for a first round game, eight nine. I mean, I think both teams are going to come out a little tight. It's the first round of the tournament. I, I really yeah. think the final in this one's Carolina like seventy two, Marquette sixty five. Yeah, that seems about right. And I do think Carolina's figuring it out down the stretch. And I think, well, we can talk about it a little bit later, but I do think they have a good shot to beat Baylor. That's the best one seed that Carolina could have got put it with. Oh, my gosh. I was texting you. I was pissed during it because I see Carolina gets in Baylor's bracket. You cannot ask for yeah. a better matchup. Yeah, I agree. It does, it does scare me. Though, like Towards the bottom of the bracket, if we even make it that far, Purdue, Kentucky, those are some tough teams. Oh, well, even UCLA. Yeah, UCLA exactly. is tough. Yeah. So, all right, all right yeah, let's I like Carolina move on. St. Mary's, wait, wait, wait. wait, you have more? You taking Carolina here? You taking Carolina? Yeah, I, I, I love okay. Carolina. Minus two and a half. Right. I also like the under 150 and a half, like I mentioned before. Let's right, move right. on. St. Mary's versus the winner of Wyoming, Indiana. There's no spread on this one, obviously. Yeah. I like the winner of Wyoming, Indiana, no matter what. Really? I don't like this St. Mary's team at all. And I'll tell you even why. Though they, because, even though they got a win over Gonzaga? Does it mean anything to you? No, because... Gonzaga had that. Gonzaga is another one that they had that coming, and then they just yeah blindly walk through the tournament. St. Mary's is Virginia with a bunch of foreigners. I haven't watched a lot of St. Mary's this year. They're so boring to watch. Tommy Kruger is phenomenal. He's a great point guard, but mm. he, he's just like a taller, older Kihei Clark kind of thing. <laughs> oh, perfect. The, and that's but what scares me with teams that can't score in the tournament. Someone's gonna get hot against you, and. Mm. The fact that this team, whoever you're playing against, Wyoming, Indiana, they already have a game under their belt. They're not nervous. They're not going to be tight. They're used to playing under this national television spotlight for a game. And we always see someone from the first four 
win in their first round game. I think it's going to be the winner of Wyoming, Indiana, and St. Mary's. If someone gets hot, they're toast because they can't keep up with them. See, my pick for the first four winning their next game would be Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go St. Mary's here. Although you do make a good point. I, go and I really, I really do like this Wyoming team. I think if they do somehow manage to win in the second round, they're going to get trounced by UCLA. Oh, yeah. UCLA is a tough four seed. Yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about UCLA then. UCLA, the four seed going up against the 13th seed. No. The, yeah, wait, do I have 13. that right? Yeah, 13th. Yeah, 13. I can't read yeah. to save my life. Uh, UCLA minus 14 and a half over under 129 and a half. Eh, 14 and a half is a lot of points. I'd probably take UCLA. I'd lean that way, but yeah, I'm going to go with the over at 129 and a half. Both teams. Both teams like to score. Both teams aren't the best defensively. UCLA's yeah. going to put up points against this Akron team. Give me the over. 129, 129 and a half seems a little low to me. Give me the over as well. And also give me UCLA on the points. I think they're, they're going to come out in this first game with something to prove. They have the experience. They've been there before. They're obviously a higher seed than they, than they were last year when they made the run. That Arizona, that Arizona game is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I, love, I love UCLA here. I don't think there's really much more to talk about in that one. So let's move on. on. Let me find my paper for this one because this is this is a good this one. Is, this is one I'm I'm whatever I tell you right now, I'm gonna flip flop about 15 more times until Thursday. Uh, until Friday when they play. Virginia Tech versus Texas, 6-11 matchup. Texas is the six. The point spread. Texas minus one and a half over under 124 and a half. Uh Virginia plus 100 on the money line. Texas minus 120. Basically a pickup game. Yeah, this one's gonna be a dog fight. It is, and that's why mm, the ACC in me wants to take Virginia Tech, and I think I'm gonna have to do it. Mike Young has these guys playing at such a high level right now. Like, look at the confidence they beat Carolina, they beat Duke, they have these wins in the ACC tournament. And to think, to think that buzzer beater, like if that buzzer beater would not have gone in, they would not even be here. I know, like that that one shot propelled them all the way here. Duke would probably be ACC tournament champions right now if that buzzer beater didn't go in. Yeah, probably. I don't. Because oh this, this is like the. I mean, out of the first round matchups, it doesn't doesn't get better coaching wise than uh, Chris Beard and Mike Young. Yeah, I agree. I think this will be one of the most entertaining first round games. And I, I mean, obviously VT beat Carolina, so I'm a little salty, but I, I still have VT here. I like VT. And Texas, but what scares me about Virginia Tech is championship hangover. Championship hangover yeah. is real. They're going to be happy that they just made the tournament. Does Hunter Couture come out there and shoot three for 15? And Texas is running so under the radar. Yeah. But I am going to go with Virginia Tech just because I think Mike Young is just a phenomenal coach. They have so yeah. much momentum right now. They're so hot. They're playing right at the right time, peaking at the perfect time. Shout oh, out yeah. to us and David Glenn for picking Duke VT in the final. That was money. We were right on that. As much as it paid me to say, we were right on that. I would not place real money on this game, but give me VT plus one and a half. No, I, I would. I'm not even gonna even the over under one twenty four and a half. This game it's could easily end sixty one fifty nine. Oh yeah, it's a trap, one hundred percent. Okay, let me look here. Um, you got Purdue next. Yeah, Purdue versus Yale. Do you have the spread on that one? Um, I don't. Inf- yeah, I do actually. Um, 
on the uh, sports Yahoo page, we got a Purdue minus 15 and a half over under 142 and a half. Yeah. Bulldogs yep. plus 900 on the money line, which should not be touched at all. Yeah. No, I like Purdue to give cover me Purdue. And, give me the points. Yep. Purdue cover and the over. Give me Purdue by 50. I think I'm Purdue, so I think whatever Purdue's team total is in this game, take it. I know Purdue's had some bad losses this year, and right when they seem like they've been doing well, they've had a, one of those letdown losses. I think they are built for the tournament. I've been saying this for the last five months since we started doing college basketball on this show. They are built for this tournament. They're deep. Hey, if they're starting center, Zach Eady gets in foul trouble. Guess what? They have an all-conference center, Travion Williams, off the bench to come in. Like They are built for this run. I really think the talent's there. Spoiler they're alert. In they're in a tough bracket. They're, they are in a tough bracket. If they make it out, they're my pick for the national championship. Still. Still to this day. Even though they're a three seed. I love the over because, and I love whatever Purdue's team total is going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be around 79 and a half. Yeah. Purdue scoring 80 points on this Yale team. Yes, 100%. And Yale, I saw a couple. Yale well, barely made the tournament this morning against Princeton. Exactly. And I was looking up some things like, um, you know, a couple hours before the show, and I was like, oh, you know, what are some cool upset picks people are picking? People had Yale beating Purdue. I was like, no way. Like, that is Absolutely that is not, not an upset pick. Take. I have a 3-14 upset. It is not that. That is not even close. I don't have any 314 upsets. Maybe one, but we'll get into that. It, but this okay. is not it. I love Purdue. Purdue should win. Purdue should win this game 85-60. Yeah. I, I um, love Purdue on the points. Give me Purdue, the Purdue spread for sure. So you have them going to the final four? I do. I have them getting out of the – I have them winning the whole thing, spoiler alert. Really? Right now I do. Right now I do. I'm going to do a little more research. I only did the first round really in-depth so far. But my gut is telling me Purdue all the way. Okay, let's move on. The 7-10 matchup now, game 15 on our board. It is the 7-seed Murray State Racers versus the 10-seed, the San Francisco Dons. The 10-seed is actually favored in this one. Minus 1.5, over under 138.5. San Francisco minus 120 on the money line. Murray State plus 100. This is is going to be a great game. This is tough. This is I know Nadu is talking about how why does San Francisco deserve to be in? Blah 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 blah. San Francisco's good. They got two great guards. Bouye's a stud. Murray yeah. State is rock solid, though. Only two losses. You can say what you want to competition. Going into the tournament with only two losses is so impressive. But but they're due for a loss. They they should have lost. They almost lost that that conference title game. Yeah. Yeah. They came out last day of school. And that's the thing. 30 and two, riding high. Oh, we only have two losses. Oh, we got a San Francisco matchup. We should, you know, they're probably focusing on Kentucky. Like, oh, if we win this, we're going to play Kentucky probably. Mm-hmm. I pick San Francisco here. I know they're the, favored. I know that. they're favored. They're favored for a reason. The only reason I like, they're favored for a reason. You're right. That is a huge <laughs> indicator. But can't you just see Kentucky versus Murray State in the second round? Yes, I can. I still like San Francisco here. I don't I don't like either well, side in this one. This is one of those games that's going to be extremely fun to watch. The over under is right on the money. 138 and a half sounds perfect. Yeah. I'm still taking San Francisco. I like that San Francisco. 7068 sounds exactly what the final score is going to be. I would almost just take the San Francisco money line just to you know, for my non expert, yeah. yeah, my non expert gambling take, advice, take a little, buy, take buy a, a half point. Yeah, 
Uh, man. I don't know. I'll delegate oh, this one to you. I'm going to flip-flop on this one like 10 times. I said it before the tournament. I'm going to keep my pick. I'm going to go San Francisco. I like it. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to go San Francisco. I'd like them to make a run in this tournament. I don't like their matchup if they do win against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I don't think that I don't I don't think mm. they really have a shot against Kentucky, but I, I, I agree. I like San Francisco. I love teams that have good guard play in this tournament. If you have good guard play, I'm more than we've, tempted to pick you. We've said it before. That that you know, teams go as far as the guards take them. Okay, let's move on. Last game in the East region, the number two seed, the Kentucky Wildcats, are going against the 15 seed, the St. Peter's Peacocks. That Kentucky <laughs> shout out the disco turkeys, I guess. Shout yep, uh, yep. <laughs> uh Kentucky minus 17 and a half over under 132 and a half. I'll start off here. I love Kentucky's gonna be a super public pick, I think. I love Kentucky minus 17 and a half. I think it's too easy. That's what scares me. I also like the under in this one. I watch St. Peter's versus Monmouth. St. Peter's is awful. And also Monmouth is awful. Walker Miller is the shout weirdest. out Walker Miller. Walker Will- Miller is the weirdest player I've ever watched play basketball. It is crazy to me that he set like, the it is uncomfortable watching him shoot. I can't believe he shoots because I've watched a couple of Monmouth games this year and he shot threes. I'm like, what is going on? He set the bench for four years at Carolina and went to He's Monmouth. He's the focal was, point of that conference. That shocks me. It was the weirdest game me. I've ever watched and the worst game I've ever watched. I've never seen more missed layups in my life and just ever just dumb foul, dumb play. Kentucky is going to walk in this one. Oh, I would yeah. much give me Kentucky by 30. I, I was hoping Duke would get St. Peter's in this one. But yeah, yeah, give me Kentucky by 30. I kind of yeah. like the under there. It's just like Kentucky. St. Peter's plays really hard defense. And I think Kentucky lets up. I, I think we're seeing I I, I don't know if St. Peter's makes it scores 50 points in this one. If you if you said there's bad if you're if there's bad as you say they are, I didn't want I did not watch that mom. It game. was so, so, so bad. I would almost lean for the under also. 65-45. Uh, was that the final score of the Carolina-Virginia Tech game? Yeah. I don't even remember. My mind's only on the Duke loss by double digits. Ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha. Okay, <laughs> let's move into the top. Actually, before we do let's, that, let's take a quick break. We interrupt this Bracket Challenge show to talk about CarterCast.com. Make sure to go check it out. We have the best articles on there. We have previews, picks, even Uncle Kyle's writing articles on there. Hear me out, dot, dot, dot. Go check it out right now. Full video podcasts and clips on cartercast.com and join our group bracket challenge today. DM us, contact us for info on that. Winner take all. Back to the show. All right, we're back. Before we get into the South region, let's talk about the East real quick. I have in my Sweet 16, I'm going with the UCLA Bruins. I still think Baylor beats Carolina. I'm See, going. Think, I'm going Baylor, Carolina. I'm going chalk in this one. I'm going one, two, three, four in the Sweet Sixteen. This one is not chalk for me because not even just coming from a biased Carolina fan. I think Baylor's the perfect one seed for us to face. It feels Gonzaga, it feels Arizona, it feels Kansas. I think it's a blowout loss. I think Baylor is the one number one seed that Carolina as an AC can compete with. I have them advancing to the Sweet Sixteen and then losing to UCLA. I am realistic. I'm not crazy. 
I think UCLA comes out on top. And I have Purdue beating Kentucky. I have Purdue and UCLA in the uh, Elite Eight. And then I have Purdue advancing. I have Purdue and UCLA in the Elite Eight. And that'll be a game. I want to pick I want to pick UCLA to the final four. See, you know what? Insane. I'm picking UCLA to the final four. Oh no. I said it. You're going against I said them. It. I said it over a month ago. I, I just You said it. I wanted, you said you love I UCLA. wanted UCLA and Purdue in separate brackets. That was the problem with this year's bracket is because there's a lot of teams I wanted to go to the final four, and it just didn't. It, they met, they're in the same bracket, all of these. Shout out Bill Walton picking five Pac-12 teams last year to go to the final four. <laughs> and it worked out. Freaking Wayne Tinkle almost took a freaking losing Oregon State team to the final four. Holy, but yeah, I, I got Purdue advancing out of this one. You can split me and go UCLA. I think it's a toss up there. So you have Gonzaga Purdue so far on the I, left side of the bracket. That is correct. Okay. I have Duke versus UCLA. Let's move on to the South region. Arizona versus the winner of Wright State. Bryant, obviously, no spread in this one. It's we're it's gonna let's say it's Bryant, Arizona. We're not gonna pretend Wright State's gonna win this one. Uh sprinkle a little Bryant Bryant money line. Probably like plus 2,500, 3,000, 4,500, whatever it is. That's fair. Um, Arizona's going to walk. Yeah, I think Arizona, it's not even going to be close here. I mean, I, I don't even think a sprinkle, to be honest. I think Arizona is not a strong one seed, but I don't think there's no problem. There's no problem here. Uh, if it's Bryant, I like the over, whatever the over is. If it's Wright State, I like Arizona spread. That's fair. Okay, I like that. You know what? Hey, if Bryant if Bryant makes it out of the first four, though, I'm I'm down to throw a little sprinkle. I'll throw a little sprinkle. Okay, let's move on. Eight nine matchup. This one, it's just another like what the, what are you what are you gonna do in this one? It is the eight seed, the Seton Hall Pirates versus the nine seed TCU Horn Frogs. Seton Hall is minus one and a half on the spread over under one thirty and a half. Money line minus one thirty. I like the Horn Frogs coming out of this one. Give me the under. Really? Give me the under. I did a little I did a little research on this one. Let, let me share with you a stat I found. 62-63 final. Both teams, Seton Hall and TCU, both rank in the bottom half of adjusted tempo for all D1 teams. And I like the Horn Frogs coming out as well. Second in the country in offense rebounding. Second. How about that? I don't hate that. I was I was having trouble with this one. I'm going to need the under. You're going to go uh, – who do you have winning this one there? TCU. TCU, for sure. I have TCU for sure as well. I, yeah. I, I like this TCU team. They, they're another team plays their competition. Like, I'm perfect prime example. They they win against Kansas. They lose against Ball Sac State. Call me crazy. I've I've been thinking about putting them over Arizona next round. I've been, I've been thinking. I don't know. I'm not ready to say. I'm not ready to say definitively. Do you think you have too many upsets? That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna have to go through and siphon out the uh, after the first round because right now I got Carolina. <sighs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'll stick with Arizona. I have Arizona right now. I've been, I've been, I've been tossing that one up though. Okay, I'm gonna have to go through a little bit more. I, I have Arizona right now though. This this game we're about to talk about next. This is the one I've been waiting for. Oh. Number five seed Houston versus twelve seed. UAB. We need a spread in this one. It's Houston minus eight and a half over under. Oh my gosh. I don't really care about the total. Give me UAB plus eight and a half and the money line at plus 290. Jelly Walker is about to take over this tournament. Jelly Walker. They are hot right now. 
Jelly Walker is the most electric player in college basketball right now. They are so hot right now. How are they laying that many points? Jelly Walker is going to keep it within plus eight and a half. That's one of my favorite, favorite picks is plus eight and a half. And then you sprinkle the money line in as well. I have UAB winning this one, and I have them winning kind of handily. I don't like Houston. I think Houston has not played real competition. They haven't won any big games. They haven't won any real – they haven't beat hardly any tournament teams besides Memphis, really. Yeah, exactly. And they went one and two against Memphis. And I'm looking right here, lost to Wisconsin, lost to Alabama, both tournament teams. They don't have any signature wins. They're 0-1 versus the top 25. If you want an upset, it comes by three-point shooting. UAB yep. is 15th in three-point percentage. They're Houston averaging 81 points 161. a game. Yeah, and UAB is averaging 81 points a game. I love, love UAB in this one. And, well, I haven't officially picked this yet. But I do think I like UAB in the Sweet 16. But I'll wait for that one. Mm, Let's move on to the Fighting Illini, the four seed Illinois, minus seven and a half against the Chattanooga Mocs. Uh, over under is 135 and a half. Chattanooga with probably the best finish in conference tournament all week. That was unbelievable. Week. I mean, that, that shot was incredible. It was. Still, though, shout out Chattanooga. I got Illinois here on the spread. Seven and a half. Isn't that what you said? Yeah, I'm a little nervous on this one. I wouldn't take a spread. I would lean Illinois, though. I like minus seven and a half. I don't think they have an answer for Kofi Coburn. Exactly. That was my entire reasoning. Experience, size. And I think it was Tate Frazier said this about a couple teams in this tournament, about UCLA and Illinois. They, it looked like they just like didn't care about the regular season. They're just ready for the tournament. I agree. And hey, let me hit you with another fact real quick. Little numbers here I got. At least one number 13 seed has beaten a number four seed in 26 of the 36 in Sidley tournaments. And in the past three tournaments, eight of those 12 matchups were decided by single digits, four and 13. So I don't, I have Illinois winning this one, but for my prior 413 picks, just saying. I, I, I really like the over in this one. Chattanooga can score points. I think Illinois is not going to have a problem scoring points against Chattanooga. I think they're going to be able to dominate the paint, and then that opens up the three-point ball. Give me yeah. the over at over 135 and a half, and let's move on to the most controversial, I think, matchup in the first round. The number six seed from the Mountain West, Colorado State versus 11 seed. Not even last four in. 11 seed, 17 and 14, Michigan Wolverines. Frauds. Frauds. Minus two and a half in this game. Frauds. Frauds, frauds, frauds. Give me Colorado State money line. I've seen Michigan firsthand. Carolina waxed them. They have been frauds all year long. I cannot believe they're in the tournament, and I don't know how they weren't in the first four. Am I, am I crazy for thinking they should have been one of the last four in? They should have been the last if, team in, if that. If yeah, I don't even think they should have made it. Like, do they even have like Rest that many quality wins? Like, what's going on here? They beat. Purdue they have a ton of quality Q1 sure. wins. Because the thing is, the Big Ohio Ten, State, yeah. every win's basically a Q1 win. And so, but then they get nine, 10 teams in there and they, none of them make the final four. But at what point does overall record matter? Like they're a power five conference. Wake Forest, for example, is in the ACC. They have a better overall record. I know the quad one wins and the Ken, all that. When does it matter? The non-conference strength of schedule was the difference they said. That's fair, I guess. Because I I mean, Wake struggled against VMI. Wake scheduled cupcakes. Lost lost to LSU, their only real non-conference game. 
Wake did. But yeah, rest in I peace, Blake Forest. Give me Colorado State money line. Uh, I love Michigan minus two and a half in this one. Stop the, it. The Stop li- it. The line tells you everything. The line tells you everything in this one. I don't like Michigan to win this game, but when I see minus two and a half when they are a 17 and 14 team as an 11 seed going against the six seed, I watch Colorado State in the Mountain West tournament. Colorado State could not do anything against San Diego State. And I think San Diego State is as boring as molasses. I, I'm i going Michigan here. I don't feel great about it, but when you see the lines minus two and a half in a 6-11 game when the 11 seed is favored by two and a half, give me That's Michigan crazy. by two and is a there, half. Is there more underdogs favored in the first round this year than ever before? Or no? Because I've seen two or three number 10 seeds favored. Michigan is an 11 seeds favored. I feel like that's more than usual. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of conference tournaments were weird. The fact that Virginia Tech was favored in a 2-7 matchup in the ACC tournament, I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah. No, that was insane. Vegas knows. Exactly. That's why Vegas always knows. That's why I like Michigan minus two and a half. I don't like a total in that game. I'd actually lean under. I kind of like the under a lot in that game. I think it's going to be a dogfight. And also, it's it's the opener. It's the it's the noon tip off Thursday. Tight points are points are going to be scarce. Yeah, the unders fine with me. I'm still I think going to Colorado State. I think I'm going to go Michigan minus two and a half and under one thirty nine and a half in that okay. one. Oh my gosh, that when that you see that first tip off on Thursday and, and nothing like you it's euphoric. It's euphoric. Uh, what's the last game? Hold up, let me look this up before we move on. I want to know the last game on Friday night. Because that is – that's a brutal one. Isn't it – isn't it Davidson-Michigan State? Davidson-Michigan State. That's – see, the Davidson-Michigan State game, we'll, we'll – uh, we'll, well, you're, you, we'll should, you need to watch that one. It's a Duke I, one, I have to watch it. But two, luckily, shout out Mountain Time. I'll be on Mountain Time, so. Yeah, that's nice. That's, piece of cake. That's perfect for the NCAA tournament. But, but, I mean, I love standing up play personally, but most people. But – Friday night, you had a full day of Thursday sitting there eating terrible food. You, you ate a you ate a whole pizza. You had some ice cream, wings in there. You Three drinking, cups of ranch. I mean, if you drink, you had thirty beers. You have tons of Dr Pepper. It is awful. You had thirty cups of ranch, some garlic sauces on your cheek, and stained <laughs> on your shirt. You have just been through the trenches. You got. Of you just, have four Papa John's bread bites left over. Yeah, just waiting it's to cold. be eaten. It's stale. Dominoes. Oh my goodness! It, it's the best time of the year. It's the best feeling ever. You feel terrible about yourself. You're like, man, I should really work out. Diet starts Monday. Doesn't did actually this, start Monday. Did this just turn into the fat guy minute again? Am I witnessing one of these right now in person? Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is fat guy minute for sure. Because NCAA tournament time. Shout out Dylan because Dylan texts us and goes. All right, I need to start a workout plan. I'm like, you're starting a workout plan during March Madness. Are you high? That is the the absolute worst time to do it. That Thursday, oh yeah, let me go sit there and eat a salad in the middle of Virginia Tech. Uh, hey, I'll go. Run, Tech, I'll go Texas. run on the treadmill while I watch the first round games in the in the gym. Give me a break. Exactly. No, you're ordering an obscene amount of food. You're and then that Friday night, Davidson, Michigan State. Your team has already played. Your team's yeah. already played. One or lost. They won. You have a lot of momentum. You have a lot of oh, energy. Yeah. You're like, this is awesome. Especially if they won yep. that day, that night. Like Duke, if Duke beats Cal State Fullerton, 
you know, I'm going to be like, all right, like when we get to watch this matchup, you have a little more energy. Yeah. If Carolina loses to Marquette, that Friday stretch is so tough. And you're looking it's at tough, your bracket. It's tough, but I have, time bracket, to, I have time to recover. And you're, yeah, but then your bracket's busted. And if you yeah. gamble, you're, you're down like 15 units because you took every game. It's, but it's the best time of the year. I would pick it over any Christmas ever. I, I can agree with that. It, that, especially the first round, the first couple rounds games, that first opening weekend is insane. Because there's always three or four games going on the entire time. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's a must-have three to four TVs on. If you have anything less than three TVs, you're doing it wrong. Go to yep. Buffalo Wild Wings for all I care. Yeah, do something. Figure it out. Get off work. Yeah, do what you got to do. Okay, let's move let's on. Yeah, let's get the, let's get this going. It's uh just a nice two thirty <laughs> Eastern time. Yeah, you're getting you're getting you're getting prime time podcast. Carter right cast here. after dark. All right, oh, let's yeah. go. Ten, the third seed Tennessee, the SEC champs, which they should have been a two seed, maybe even a one seed. Ridiculous, they didn't move up. But you can, if you're a Tennessee fan, you can't complain. You're in the best bracket possible. No, you are. Give me Tennessee's a two seed over Duke, though. I don't know. Absolutely. Was I don't think you deserved it. I know you wish you could switch spots right now. <laughs> I would I would do anything to switch spots. But they go against Longwood Lancers. Tennessee's going to wax them. The spread oh, yeah, is minus 16.5 over under 132.5. I would lean over. To one, it's, I don't know if Longwood can score enough points. I like Tennessee yeah. minus 16.5. This spread is pretty high for a 3-14 matchup. Give Call me, me crazy. Tennessee wins by 20. I agree with that take. And I also am going to say Longwood's averaging 76 points a game this year. I know I'm just looking at the numbers right here. 76 points a game seems a little high for a team that ranked that low. I know their competition, eh. I mean, I'm never I'm never afraid to throw an over in there. Maybe I'll go a little over 132. I'm not too confident. I am confident in Tennessee. Give me the points, though. Give me the uh the spread. I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna take both. I'm gonna go over 132 and a half and minus. 16 and a half. That's already gone up. I think it's opened at 15 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I would take that one as soon as possible. Tennessee's going to come out with some improvement. I feel like a lot. Tennessee's going to be the popular pick coming out of that region. Yeah. That, that will be. And I, I don't hate that, honestly. I don't either. But let's move on to the 7 10 matchup. We have the seven seed Ohio State Buckeyes going against Sister Jeans, Loyola Chicago, the 10 seed. Ohio State is plus one and a half. Loyola Chicago's favorite is a 10 seed over under there, yeah, there it is. two and a half. Um, I'm gonna go Loyola Chicago in there. I mean, how, how are you gonna go get Sister Jean in March? You can't, you cannot go get Sister Jean in March. I'm going Loyola Chicago also. They're favored for a reason. That 10 7 matchup, like it's the second 10 7, the 10 seed that's favored over a seven seed. It's like that for a reason. Like, I hate mm-hmm. to be that guy, but don't ever think it. I don't. I, I, you can't overthink that one either. Ohio State's been terrible lately. I was gonna. Terrible. Yeah, Ohio State's. I don't even know. Like, God, yeah. I don't. I feel like seven is a little high for them, anyways. But yeah, I know. Give yeah. give me give yeah. me Loyola Chicago. I don't have a one thirty two and a half. That game's gonna be weird. It's gonna be sixty four. I'm. I would stay away from that. Yeah, I would stay away from the total as well. Last game in the South bracket, we have Villanova, this two seed versus. The fighting blue hens of Delaware, the 15 seed. Nova is favored by 15 and a half over under 133 and a half. That's low for a 215 matchup. I think this is going to be the popular pick if anybody's like, oh, I like a 15 seed to win over two. I yeah. think it's Villanova and superstitious alert. 
that top right 215 matchup is always close. It is always close. And I wrote down, I was like, give me this 215 matchup. If there was a gun to my head and they were like, pick a 15 seed to beat a two seed this year, it's this game. But that's not the case. I don't think it's an upset here. I would take plus 15 and a half just because it seems low. Yeah. Um, I would go under 133 and a half as well. I don't, I don't really have a pick the over under here. I'm not really. I don't, those I don't aren't know hard, those aren't hard plays, beat. but yeah. Villanova can't score. Yeah, and they're, they're just a weird team in general, it feels like. Like, it's not a typical Villanova team. No, and I would be genuinely shocked if we saw Nova in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm 100%. I have them, actually. I have them beat Loyola the next round, but then I have Tennessee beating them in the Sweet 16. I don't think they make it past the Sweet 16. There's no way. This is a lame pick, but after watching the Pac-12 tournament, I think oh, – let's go Sweet 16. I have Sweet 16 Arizona versus UAB. Jelly Walker is going to take over the I got, tournament. I got Illinois beating UAB. I got I got UAB in winning the first round, but I don't think they go farther than that. And then Michigan versus Tennessee. I have Tennessee in the Sweet 16, and I'll I'll have Loyola Chicago in the Sweet in the Sweet 16 as well. I got Tennessee coming out of this region, Carter. I do. I know it's the favorite pick. I know people are going to be saying it. I got Tennessee coming out of this region. Arizona's Arizona's good. The issue I have right now is. I'm going to pick Tennessee, and then I'm scared because I have two-seed Duke, four-seed UCLA, three-seed Tennessee. I need a one-seed. Spoiler alert, I don't like Kansas coming out. That that definitely means Gonzaga is winning that. I, I do believe Gonzaga is going to win the West region pretty handily. That's, that's my one-seed. I got a one-seed Gonzaga, three-seed Purdue, three-seed Tennessee, and then we'll talk about the last one. It's not Kansas, though. Yeah. All right, let's do Kansas, Texas Southern. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, whatever. Yeah, I mean, Kansas that's a, I think that's another late night game too. Yeah, Kansas I think is that might. Them. I think that's the last game. I think that's the last game of the Friday <laughs> night. Have I seen Kansas Texas Southern before? Am I like? Is that just seemed like a game this <laughs> happened like a one sixteen like three other times? And and they keep it tight for the first until the under twelve, and you're like, they're like, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, gonna, is, it, is this UNC? Yeah. UNC Asheville, Syracuse, and they just blow it. The most rigged game ever. Oh, man. Hmm. Yeah, Kansas um, here for sure. Kansas, whatever. I don't know what the over-under would be. Don't don't touch it. That's <laughs> going to be Friday night. You've already lost a ton of money. Just, just cut your just watch. Just watch some basketball. Yeah, just calm down. Exactly. Also, sidetrack, lo- the, there's that little stretch where there's like one game on that's never actually good. That's that that kind of carries you in between sessions. And there's like that a filler third, game. Yep. That filler game. That's like a 30 minute break in between that nap. You take during that filler game is unbelievable. <laughs> you wake up, you're like, Oh God, what time is it? Yeah. You're like, did I miss the game? And then you're good. Uh, I, still, I still got five minutes to get that spread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hurry, hurry, load, load. Uh, San Diego state, the eight seed versus Creighton, the nine seed. Give me San, San Diego, Diego State. I don't even care what the spread is. Screw San Diego Creighton. State is minus one and a half over under 120 and a half. 120 Get, and a half, our lowest total in the tournament. Give me the over. Give me San Diego State. I can't stand Creighton. They're frauds. I'll never forgive them, and especially in March. God, especially You don't like Alex O'Connell? I don't care. Is he still playing? Believe so. Is he contributing? Believe not. Okay, there it is. No, screw crazy. That makes me that makes me hate him even worse that he goes there. I, oh man. They use that COVID year, I guess. 
Uh, I think so, but I think because I remember he transferred there. Yeah, yes. Yeah, um, give me San Diego State for no other reason than that. Honestly, for no other reason besides that. I was having trouble with this one as well. That over under is so low. I just you want to take it, and I'm gonna take it. I'm going over one twenty and a half. I Why do you think not. it's that low? Because San Diego think State, it's a- San Diego State, their games always finish like one ten at one twelve totals. Guess what the score of this game is going to be? 54-51. And you're going to no. hate yourself. <laughs> no. No. I don't – if I had to pick a team coming out of this one, give me Creighton because I just hate how San Diego State plays. It's so boring. I went to the BYU-San Diego State game. They just play the most boring basketball. They can't shoot to save their lives. That's another thing, too, is I don't like teams that can't shoot in March. If you can't shoot, you're not yeah. going to win. Give me Creighton. Is this the most boring of the four, the Midwest? Is this the most boring bracket, most boring section of the bracket? I felt it was the I felt it was the Arizona bracket. Jelly Walker's carrying a big load in that one. Tennessee though, Loyola. I mean, uh, Villanova's boring. Villanova is boring. And That's a tough I, one. I actually really like the bottom half of this Midwest bracket. Bottom half is electric. Top half, snooze fest. Um. Okay. Let's, let's, let's yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's move on. We have the five seed Iowa versus the twelve seed Richmond Spiders. Iowa minus nine and a half over under one fifty one and a half. The spread tells you everything. When these five twelve matchups, they have a high spread of nine and a half. Yeah, everybody and their mother that watches college basketball is picking Iowa in this one, and I see no reason why you why you would say otherwise. Oh, I agree. Iowa's been playing great to end the season. Richmond is just like. Yeah, five twelve. Ooh, five twelve upsets. Scary. Mm-hmm. No, I think Iowa's gonna wax them. And yeah, and over under one fifty one and a half. I would lean under. I do too. I think I don't think Richmond could put up the points. I really don't. I feel like no. Iowa has pretty good defense mm. against a team like Richmond, though. I think I think I they could put the Richmond clampers plays, on. Richmond plays so slow. They can, Iowa, they can put the seatbelts on. They put the seatbelts on, Carter. Come and on. the thing is, even if I was not shooting that well, I still see them winning this game. By a decent margin. Yeah, I still see them winning by five. Yeah. I, I Nine and a half is a lot of points for me. It is. In my bracket, I obviously have Iowa winning. The points is a little scary. I still think I would take it. I still think I would take minus nine and a half. I think it'll be a double-digit win. See, okay. like that's one of those games that could be like 84 73, like right on the money. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh god. I love this game. This is the one. Do we have the, this? We have the same. Yeah, everybody. If you look at the Vegas lines, this explains everything. The four seed Providence Friars versus Ross? the 13th seed South Dakota State Jackrabbits. If, if you're South listening Dakota, to this, South, you're probably like, oh, Providence probably minus like six and a half, seven and a half. Providence minus two and a half over under 149 and a half. That's so high. But if hey, you South look Dakota at that spread, State's, if you look at that spread and you don't take South Dakota State plus two and a half or the money line at plus 120, I would, you are blind. I'd sprinkle the money line. Hey, South Dakota State's second in the nation with 86.7 points a game. That is insane. I love South Dakota State in this one. Plus two and a half ex- tells you everything about this line. Every square is going to see four seed Providence and take Providence minus two and a half. Yeah. Providence can't Don't score and South Dakota State can score. Just look at that. If you love shooting in March like me, it's South Dakota State. 
I love South Dakota State in this one. This is one of my favorite upsets in my bracket I picked. And that second round, Iowa versus South Dakota State, might have an over-under of like 165-170. Call me crazy. I have South Dakota State beating Iowa in the next round and before getting bounced by Kansas. I don't hate that either. I don't hate that at all. Because Iowa's a hot pick, and a lot of people like Iowa coming out of this region as a Final Four team. I no. don't necessarily like them. I don't like ninth-year Jordan Bohan. No, and I think Auburn, even if they make it far, Auburn is going to wax them. I don't know. I'm getting ahead of myself. I got South Dakota State here. I got South Dakota State here as well. Plus two and a half is so low for a matchup like that. I'd, I'd take the money line. You might as well. If you're, if you're plus one, if that's small cover spread, a spread, you might game, as well. Though. It does yeah. cover like a buzzer beater, which it's March. That's true. You can say that for every game, though. Exactly. That's very true. All right, let's move on. The six-seed LSU Tigers versus the 11-seed Iowa State. LSU is minus four and a half in this one, over under 125 and a half. I love LSU in this one. LSU minus four and a half for me. Will Wade being gone. Let's let's uh, a little NFL analogy. We're, we're split here. Yeah. A little NFL analogy. When John Gruden got fired by the Raiders, Raiders interim coach comes in, they start balling. I think LSU, I think Will Wade might have been the cancer in LSU's locker room. I think these dudes, these dudes are coming out one or two ways. They're either coming out firing, guns blazing, nothing to lose, everything's on the line, or they're coming out like, we just don't care. We lost our coach and it's over. That's the take I'm going with. I've got Iowa State here. And here's the thing. You just said you don't like teams that can't shoot in March. LSU is not great from the perimeter. But is Iowa State? <sighs> and, and another thing is, too, LSU's got know. some dudes that can just randomly just go toe-to-toe with anybody. They're not scared of anybody, which can also think, be a detrimental thing. But in March, that's yeah. those are the guys you want. This is a toss-up because LSU is so inexperienced. The coach just got fired. I think that's going to backfire. We're split here you will for the find same out, reason. You will find out in this game by the under-16 timeout whether LSU is winning by 10-plus or Iowa State is winning. This is a perfect, perfect, perfect live bet game. Yeah. A perfect I, I, live I, I, bet game. If it's yeah. even close in the beginning, you can see LSU's attitude right away. Bam, 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 hit Iowa State. I like being split here. I like being split on this one. I'm going Maybe. LSU. I liked LSU before, and I like him more without Will Wade, to be honest. But let's move on. We only have a few left. Three left. Three left. Oh, my goodness. So sad. We've gone through it quickly. Wisconsin Colgate should be the next one. Yeah, I don't know why it's not, pull- it's not pulling up for me. Do you have the spread? It's not pulling up for um, me. I believe it's Wisconsin minus seven and a half. Um, That's you know? not it. I'm searching for it. I'm searching. This is phenomenal. It's podcast. not. Oh, it's not on here. Yeah, it's yeah, not on there. What is? Well, did it get taken shout down? Out, shout out internet connection. I don't know. It wasn't on the Yahoo page we were looking up. A got ago. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's Wisconsin minus seven and a half. The three seed Badgers versus the toothpaste fourteenth seed Colgate. Over under one thirty nine and a half. Wisconsin minus seven and a half. I don't know about this one. If I were to pick a 413 seed, 413 game, this would be the one I would get. Or, really? Or four, 14, 314? Gosh, I can't yeah. keep on getting them mixed up. I would I would take Colgate here. I would take Colgate. I like Colgate in the points. I don't like him enough for the money line. I don't like him enough to win this game. Yeah. If you like Colgate in the points, 
And I do like the over. Both these teams can shoot. If Colgate can limit Johnny Davis. Yeah, I was going to say. Colgate, this is Colgate's game. I see. If Johnny Davis struggles, I think Colgate could easily cover. I, I don't think they're going to come out and win, though. I've already got a 14-3 upset. I've got Texas Tech losing. I pick Wisconsin here. But if I'm picking a team gambling-wise, give me Colgate on the points. But I still got Wisconsin to win, though. I don't, th- I don't think there's an upset here. Yeah, I like uh, I like Colgate with the points a lot. Over under, I'm, I'm it's more of a lean. It's not a hard play yet. That's and fair. last two games in Greenville, South Carolina, we have the seven seed USC versus the ten seed Miami Hurricanes from the ACC. And USC is minus two in this one, correct? I think so. Sorry, the internet's gone. What? Do you have it? We got a, a – yeah, USC minus one and a half is what I'm seeing. What's the over-under? 139 and a half. I like Miami in this one. I do too. McGusty is disgusting. McGusty, they've got – that's another team. They got – dude, Charlie Moore can light up a game any minute. And also, little side note, Wong- UCL, USC – USC's coach just got signed to a massive extension. Not little, not worried about his job. Not worried exactly. about his job. Little lax day is cool. Jim Laranega during tournament times, a dangerous dude. And if Isaiah Wong's been cold the last couple of games, what he was pretty bad against Duke, like one what one for ten or something like that against Duke. He's that's not going to happen again. He's going to come out firing. I think McGusty's disgusting, like I just said. Miami's got the dudes. I think you're right on that. I think you're right on the money. I yeah, like I, I like Miami a lot in this in this game. I don't like them going against a two seed. Let's close with the last game. Yeah, the two seed Auburn Tigers versus the fifteenth seed Jacksonville State Gamecocks, which is bullcrap. They even made the tournament because of the whole Bellarmine thing. Bellarmine's not allowed to play we, in the tournament because they have some postseason transition rule from going yeah. D two to D one, which makes zero sense. Why the couldn't they is, just play D one ball immediately? I agree with the the rule being stupid, but I mean it's been in place. Like they knew it coming in. It's you know it's to prevent teams from like stacking up in D two. I don't know. Like, I get it. I don't agree with the rule, but like it's not like they changed it just for this year. Like it's been in place. Yeah, they should just they just need to change. As a matter of fact, Auburn thought, is minus yeah. Auburn is minus sixteen and a half over under one thirty eight and a half. Uh, this is the Brandon Huffman Walker shout yep. shout out UNC alum game UNC transfer game. Uh, I love, 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 love Auburn minus 16 and a half here. I don't think it'll be that close at all. I think Auburn was by 25. Jacksonville yeah. State is not good. Jabari Smith is about to score 30 easily, and Walker Kessler might Kessler have, might have 10, 10 blocks. blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're <laughs> yeah. right on the money, yeah. I might have to put a player prop on that one. Dude, he is about to go off on them. Um. Okay, yeah. Sweet 16 in the Midwest region. I have Kansas versus South Dakota State. Me too. And then on the bottom half, the bottom half. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. The LSU Tigers versus Auburn. No, I got Wisconsin. Tiger versus Tigers. I got Wisconsin, Auburn. I got Wisconsin. I I don't believe in Wisconsin. I don't like Big Ten teams. Um, I got Auburn coming out, Carter. And I have have chalk right here. Kansas, Auburn. And I have Auburn winning. I do too. I have Auburn going to the Final Four. And I actually have them making the championship game. So your championship game is Purdue-Auburn? Yep, and I got Purdue winning. I have Duke-UCLA. 
And then Tennessee. <sighs> no one seeds. That's bold, Carter. That is bold. I want to pick Arizona so bad. You know That's what? That's just gross. That's just gross, though. Just go, I'm just – I know. Arizona. I'm going to go Arizona. I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip-flop here. Arizona, Final Four. It's Arizona, Duke, UCLA, Auburn. Duke-Auburn championship game would not be terrible. No, that would be entertaining. Mark Williams-Kessler would be a great matchup. Jabari Smith, Paula. That would be, that would be a really exciting game to watch. Duke wins in the title game. Coach K – the reigns he lifts his sixth title in New Orleans. And it, that's disgusting. Realistically, I think Gonzaga wins this whole title. If we're gonna be a hundred percent honest. You think they get over the hump this year? You think this is the year? Yeah, I mentioned this before in a previous podcast. This is a lot like the 16-17 Carolina ordeal. They yeah. lose in a title game the year before that they should have won. They were favored to win. Yep. Lose Marcus Page, Bryce Johnson, lose some talent. They lost Jalen Suggs. They lost Jalen Suggs. Yeah, they lose Jalen Suggs, uh, Corey Kispert. Corey Kispert, Ajayi, yep. Ajayi, whatever his name was. Ajayi, I can't remember. There's yeah. like three of those. But they're reloaded. And they reloaded. They're back. They're like, you're like, their guard play is like not as good as last year, but it's weirdly like just as good. Carolina, yeah. same thing. They had Joel It's just Perry, not like, as flashy. It's just not as flashy. Exactly. So if you want a rule pick, Gonzaga's going to win the title. I think Gonzaga – might honestly win pretty easily to the title, but I'm picking Duke. You kidding me? It's fair. I've still got Purdue. I'm sticking with it. I know they've had some struggles. I said at the beginning of the year, though, I like Purdue here. They got the depth. They got the talent. Okay, perfect. So, obviously, this is instant reaction. A lot could change between now and Thursday. Oh, yeah. This won't be official brackets or anything. We'll post our brackets on cartercast.com. Thursday morning because we don't want to spoil picks. We don't want to give you a yeah. full bracket because you need to come join the CarterCast bracket group. DM us, email us, CarterCast8 at gmail.com. Go to the contact page on CarterCast.com or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Hit us up if you want to be in a bracket group challenge and winner take all. Oh, DM yeah. for details. We will get you set up. CarterCast group bracket. Join the tournament challenge. Um, anything else? I think that's it for me. I had a lot of fun doing this. It just gets me more excited for the tournament, honestly. Oh, my goodness. I'm just, just going through all these games. Another thing, too, another little – not fat guy minute, just like watching the tournament kind of thing. That one, like, AT&T commercial and Buffalo Wild Wings commercial, you're just so sick of after – once you hit the 7 o'clock games on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my. If I have to hear Lily one more time. <laughs> that's so true. Right. If if I hear come to beat ups for our all inclusive wings, buy one, get one for the tournament. Do you oh my god they have those like cheesy commercials? Yeah, oh yeah. Every year. Oh, it's the best. I'm gonna feel terrible about myself. Oh, you're gonna gain 15 pounds in four days. But it's worth it. It's once a year. It's a treat. You deserve you deserve this. You know, you deserve this. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I'm so happy. Also, Tuesday, Wednesday is like a fake tease. It's like the Tuesday of the ACC tournament. It's like it's yeah. the tournament, but it's not the tournament. It's like, I'll get excited, but like... <sighs> seeing that court, seeing the music does get the, it does get the juices flowing. It does. But then after, we'll you, dabble. after, we'll after dabble. you... Once you get to the under-12 timeout, you're just like, 
All right. It's kind of like the pre, it's like the preseason football game, that first preseason football game. You watch the first drive, you're like, oh, and the start, the starters are out there. Yeah. Six minutes left in the first quarter. You're just like, oh, I, I can't watch this. Will Greer's about to throw another interception, <laughs> another pick six. <laughs> Perfect. Well, awesome. Make sure to check out all of our social media at CarterCast. Follow us on Twitter at Connor underscore Sparrow at CarterBA. Check out CarterCast.com. You know the whole deal. Full video podcasts on there. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, articles coming out. We're going to have a ton, ton of articles coming out this week for the tournament, ton of previews, picks, you name it. We got it for you. Check it out. CarterCast.com. Subscribe, rate, and review. And we will see y'all Friday. Happy March Madness to everyone. Happy March Madness. Bye.